is the main satellite. The main satellite. You motherfuckers hear that? The main satellite. I'm not I'm not knocking at all what you're saying about the insurance piece. At all. I get that. Part. I mean you 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 go from better, being a gun owner. Better, you go from being a NRA say, supporter to like all of a sudden now you know first of all, first of all, I'm not an NRA supporter. Because I think the NRA is just based in uh monetary gain for the limited few uh demographic primary. So I'm not an NRA supporter. What I am a supporter of is that free man, man being used loosely, not just men, but every man has the right to be able to protect himself, his loved ones, and in some cases, some cases, his property with a certain amount of force. I believe in that. Now, am I saying I'm gonna participate in a march downtown and, and, and strap, you know, my, my 12 gauge on my back. And no, I'm not gonna do that. Cause at that point, the, the amendment is already there. That's actually, that, illegal. That's actually illegal, by the way. Actually, it's not in Georgia, bro. So all that, by the way, is not yeah, something. Maybe you should move to Georgia. Maybe you be right at home, out there in, in the sticks. <laughs> no, <laughs> all right, okay. Uh, but all that, you know, um, all that rah rah, you know, about these the rights are already there. So what are they actually fussing and and and, and arguing about? There's to the Constitution that has not even been ever put on the table by any legislature. So the only thing they're actually trying to protest, trying to enforce, is based in capitalist means. So that's a whole nother topic. So I agree with being able to protect yourself, but me seeing somebody, if all I got on me is a 22 and here comes Jay with his 45, I'm not looking at him like, well, he got a 45, all I got is a 22. I better be a faster draw. I don't give a fuck what he got. Cause my thoughts are not to let me hurt him before, before he gets a chance to hurt me. My only thought is I'm going to stop a threat to my life with, for me, the least amount of physical effort with the highest amount of lethal force. So if I'm in the kitchen and, and, and a ninja drop in out, out the skylight and I got a knife in my hand, I'm not gonna drop my knife and go run to get my gun. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. But at the same time, if I'm in a situation and I feel as though, okay, I could fight him, I could beat him up, I could do this, I could do that. However, I don't know what they can do also. I don't know what they can do. I may be a third degree black belt, they may be a fifth degree black belt. I may, you know what I'm saying, I don't know. I don't know what type of mind state they are in. I don't know if they kicked in my dough to get my TV or if they kicked in my dough to rape me. I don't know. Either way, I'm not trying to take those chances. I'm not trying to roll those dice. And that's the part I agree with you, the insurance. But as far as me feeling like I got to be ballsy 
Like, and I'll be real, like, oh, carry is legal in Georgia. You don't nothing. You don't even need, you don't even need a permit to buy a pistol in Georgia. You, 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 do realize, you do realize that's the same in North Carolina, correct? Correct. But let me finish. You don't misunderstand what I'm saying. The things that you could, you can conceal carry in Georgia as still certain situations. North Carolina, you need a license permit. So I'm aware of that because I used to have a, a carry, a concealed license permit while I was in North Carolina. But things such as certain parts of concealing, you don't need that for the state of Georgia. So I said what I was telling earlier, you'd be, you may be surprised how many people actually have a weapon in the are walking around showboating it. It's kind of a mixed debate about whether or not that makes you uh, uh, a primary target or whatever. I mean, that's a different conversation really, but you know, it, it's not something that is is needed. Like, okay, me feeling safe at the expense of making others feel uncomfortable. Like, what's the point of that? Nobody's me, saying no that. Point. No, no, but, but nobody's saying that though. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I feel very, so let's start over. I feel not unmatched. Let me use the correct terminology to simplify this for you all. I felt very we don't unsafe. Need, we don't need you to simplify it. Uh, again. We I really don't. Very, you said oh, what you meant to say. So yeah. I felt very unsafe in a restaurant with someone. This, this dude was, with his camo on, with his handgun next to us. I didn't feel like that was necessary in a family establishment. I didn't think it was necessary. But well, why'd you feel unsafe? Because it wasn't necessary. Why? Okay, you, you, him having it under his shirt isn't necessary, but that doesn't mean you feel unsafe. But it means it's not seen. It's it's, it's concealed. I could have okay, a so machine. Why does it make I you could, feel I unsafe? Could, I, could stand, I could be standing beside you with a with a bomb vest on, but it's covered with a jacket. You're gonna feel just as safe as you can be. But if I'm walking around without an open and it's exposed, which one which one evokes more of an, a reaction? That's a terrible example because a bomb vest is not meant for protection because you're gonna kill yourself also. Okay, that's not the point. You you, you always reach, man. That's a reach. The nah, point I was about to say it, that's different. That's that's different. So I mean, I'm just saying simple. your example doesn't apply. It's, all right, so let me just let's simplify it then. If somebody walks around with a gun, which one's worse? Somebody's got an exposed open carry, exercising their right in North Carolina and Georgia to open carry, or someone who is armed but is not seen. Which one would you prefer? Or would you prefer the person just not be armed at all? <laughs> I don't the, care what they do. The third option, I don't have any preference in the matter. I don't give a fuck what you what you dare to do if I'm prepared for myself. I could, I could care. I could give two shits if the person at the gas station pumping gas next to me got a gun on their hip. That don't mean shit to me. I don't. So I don't look at them so like. What, what, let me keep my eye about? on them. Well, let, 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 let me answer. Let me answer that question also. <laughs> what are we talking about? Let, let me answer that question also. Um, <laughs> somebody having a gun, open carry on their on on their hip. I don't feel threatened. I feel offended. It pisses me off. It makes me want to punch them in the fucking nose. You know, I don't, I, I'm not afraid. I don't feel outmatched. I don't feel none of that shit. I just feel angry. Like it, it, it makes me want to damn just go to their ass. You know what I'm saying? Like I look at them as cowards. Like if, why, like, what's the point? What's the I point? That's the whole I, point I, I was making. When I was in a restaurant, why are you doing it in a public restaurant? You said you well, felt why, outmatched. You said you I, felt I don't unmatched. Feel, I don't feel like outmatched. threatened, like challenged. All right, so I went from I went from being disgusted. 
is is it is it okay that I had a range of emotions? Let's just set the let's set the tone there first. Is it okay that I had a range of emotions? Nobody's attacking you, Terrence. We're all just giving our just for, just just for the record. I had Nobody's a range attacking of you. We're just all giving our own personal. Just for the record, he might pull out his pistol. You, you want to chill out? <laughs> Nobody's attacking you. Might put that green dot on. <laughs> Uh, hey, I'm, yo, I'm so, gonna send yo. you my Addy, man. I want to see something real quick. All right, I got you. Drop it, drop the Addy, man. <laughs> hey, look. So, so let me ask you this again. I asked this question earlier, and, and it's just a real simple question When is it the right time to have a handgun or some type of gun for protection? And as I answered that question earlier. It's up to the individual. That's a very vague. It is up to the individual, Terrence. You just said you just said a few minutes ago that you felt outmatched, you felt outweighed, you felt threatened by this guy in this restaurant, right? I don't know if you had a firearm before that point, but the way you're talking, that right there would have been a situation that might have made you that would have made you want to go out and get a firearm. So it's not a vague answer; it is the only answer. It is your personal perspective and how you feel about your trip through this life. I didn't feel like it was necessary and appropriate to have a handgun in a restaurant with family members and people there. You, I thought that was I, I thought that was completely inappropriate behavior. Okay, so and you have a, you have a, uh, a concealed carry license, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so how often um, are there places that you feel that are what places? And be honest, what places do you feel like are off limits in terms of you carrying your gun, whether it's concealed or whether it's out there as big as fucking Billy Frig for everybody to see? Either way, you any, still have the gun. Anywhere. So what are some places that you feel that it's inappropriate? Anywhere that's listed that is inappropriate. Anywhere that's listed on the establishment that says handguns concealed or not or not welcome in the in the premises. I don't think there should ever be a handgun or any type of weapon at all around children's schools, uh, you know, senior citizens facilities. All those places are off limits. But then, you just, you, but then you just said that is your right. So which is it? No, 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 no. Yeah, you did. It's your, no, no, no. It is your right. But what I said was you have to use some type of discretion. Mm -hmm. You need to be responsible enough to say, I'm going to see a family member in a senior citizen facility. Maybe I should leave this in the vehicle. I don't need that. Mm -hmm. It's called discretion. I'm going Mad to- Mass shooters think the same thing too, though. Say what now? Mass shooters think that- You think they don't recognize those places where it shouldn't be a pistol at? Uh, so they so, they so, recognize so, the same thing. So then you're going right down my alley. So let me, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. That's perfect. That is perfect. Excellent segue. So let me tell you something. I'm a part of the security team in my church. Let me explain to you how this works. We talk about this all the time. There's certain things called funnels of death. You know what a funnel of death is? If you're in the military, you probably know that. Funnel of death basically is when there's no way out. There's one way in and one way out. And the problem with a lot of churches is there's not weapons there, right? You don't expect there to be a weapon there, right? So the issue is people don't want to inconvenience themselves by having security checks and metal detectors. I asked people and actually did a poll. I said, hey, how do you feel about us introducing metal detectors at a church? Oh, no, no, we don't, we don't want to do that. I'm not going there. If you got a metal detector, I don't want to go. Okay, let's talk about the security system. Let's talk about the cameras. How secure, how safe are we? How, how often are we checking that? Okay, who's armed, who's not? Yeah, because that, that, that puts people in the same mind, mindset that Brody was talking about earlier, that you already considered yourself a victim. Like if I walk so into a church we, so, and there's so a metal we, detector, I'm I'm a, I'm a little concerned. I'm concerned. So, so, I'm not, so I'm not scared, but I'm like, okay, what do they anticipate in this congregation? So you think there's metal detectors at schools for kids or no? 
I mean, if they if it's a high crime area, maybe there should be no, 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 no. There should be a metal detector. Sandy Hook wasn't a high crime area. There should be metal right. detectors. There should be metal detectors in every single establishment where there are children and elderly people. And but that's anywhere. everywhere, though. So that means you got metal detectors at Walmart. You got metal detectors at there are at the gas at station. You got metal. That means it's everywhere. So everywhere. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? So you think you think a mass shooter is gonna walk up and be like, "Oh snap, I'm only gonna get to kill four people instead of twenty people because there's a metal detector that's gonna beep." And I already know nobody else in there doesn't have a gun. They're not this, gonna this, think this, that. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you the problem with this conversation. This this is this is straw man fallacy. This is a straw man fallacy. The issue is you want safety, but you don't want the precautions put in place for safety. You you you're no, pushing I do against. want the precautions. That's why I carry my pistol. Okay, so back to what we were talking about before. You're telling me that you don't want a security, you don't want a metal detector at a church that may alarm or possibly alarm the people who are already armed inside of the building. So now we know there's somebody at the door that's armed, but instead we want to let them slip through without any type of tracking, any type of notification. And now they have the ability. Y'all got it, man. Y'all got it. Y'all got it, man. Letting them, got it. Letting got them it, be aware. Like, how many times it, have you been you it, in an airport or somewhere and the metal detector goes off? Motherfuckers don't take off running. So, like me in the church and me here, boop, 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 I'm not gonna think this is it and just haul ass for the closest exit. You know, you, you know, people don't even do that. You know what's funny about this situation? Don't do anything. Don't do anything. Don't do anything. Leave it like it is. Don't do anything. Take all the guns, burn them, put them in a pile, get rid of them. Don't do anything. No, nobody said that they were totally against gun ownership for Americans. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. But Terrence, you you are, I think, you are, you think you're prepared, but I think you are, you're a whole lot less prepared in reality than than what you think you are. I I, I will honestly tell tell you right now, I'm more prepared than most. Mm, You think you are. No, I know I am. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, uh, what Wayne was uh, was what Wayne was saying about mass shooters or or anybody anybody who's um, out to murder somebody, they use they usually uh, try to get people mm-hmm. when they're most vulnerable, mm-hmm. like fucking drive-bys with kids around and all this other kind of shit. Motherfuckers coming up behind you with a fucking gun trying to rob you or some shit, you know. Um, mass shooters going to public places where their families and such walking around where they know that most people ain't, ain't, ain't carrying. Right. I think Terrence, you, I believe you think you'll, you'll see it coming, but I don't, I don't really think so. Like, no, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm seeing it coming at all. I'm not going to see it coming because I'm going to be resting asleep. But what I can tell you is, there's been times where my alarm's been triggered and it was a false alarm, but I can tell you what, I was prepared for it. My thought process, would you rather sleep through it and meet your, and meet your fate that way? Or would you rather have something to give you an indication that this might be an alarm that you might need to pay attention to? I just don't understand where the discrepancy is coming in. That's the thing I don't understand. I don't understand yeah, where the discrepancy is. I think you're, 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 you're blending different viewpoints and we're, Hey, fix your Wi-Fi because I don't, I can't understand all, you. All of our is coming in. 
the the confusion is you're blending personally prepared and establishment safeguarding on our behalf. Like you're you're blending those two those two scenarios. So and I think I that's somebody, where the confusion is coming in. Okay, I I had a neighbor in my neighborhood whose home was was vandalized and things were taken. Okay, they didn't have an alarm system. You know how they tracked and found the individuals who, who did uh, were actually responsible for the vandalization. You know how they found it. Um, my they, fa- they, they, they found them from another neighbor's security system, another person's camera who actually saw the vehicle driving down the road. So the people who actually were vandalized and robbed, they located the people who stole their stuff and actually prosecuted those people. Right. Based on, they, but but, but you know personal. what? Though? You know how they did it, though? They did it based on someone else's security system because no, no, no. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying, weren't prepared for it. They weren't prepared for it. That other person, that other person's house was their personal. That, that was personal. So they had personal safeguards, and their personal safeguards happened to cover, have coverage over their adjoining neighbors. That's different than there being a metal detector at at First Baptist. That's not a part. A church is not a personal property. So what's wrong with us normalizing that? What's wrong with us normalizing security systems and, and safeguards at churches? What's wrong with us normalizing that? Why can't we normalize that? There's already an amendment that we don't need to normalize it. What amendment is that? To take your own personal safety into your own hands. So let me make sure I, 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 I have the right to carry my pistol. Therefore, I don't need Walmart putting up metal detectors, a, a gun sniffing dog at the door and and, and, and and do a body scan because I'm taking my personal protection, my personal safety in my hands. So I don't need an establishment to do it for me. That's the whole purpose of the amendment. All right. So let's make let's let's go back to the original question. So what do you feel like the proper safeguards are? Let's take guns. Whatever you want to use as your personal safety method of choice, is it a sword? Is it a katana? Is it is it or other nunchucks? You got nunchucks under your pillow. What do you need? Or you got a, a bow staff? What do you feel like is necessary to protect yourself in your home or in your in your area of your? What do you need to protect yourself? You're just going to use your hands? Is that all you got? Whatever, what, what do you think? And I've just I've answered this question twice now, Terrence. Whatever you think you need is your personal perspective, your personal preference. Nobody's saying you should not own firearms. Nobody's saying you shouldn't, uh, that we sh- we won't consider them, right? What we're saying is it is up to the individual and their own level of experience, their own level of, uh, of, of traction in terms of what their own personal reality is. So if that's what you decide to do, and it makes you feel good, it makes you feel secure and safe, then by all means, do what it is you do. Nobody's uh, having a go at you for, 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 for feeling that way. But we all feel the way we feel as well. It works for us. None of us are dead. None of us are victimized at this point. None of us are uh, uh, full of bullet holes or knife holes or gashes or whatever you want to call it. So the answer to that question once more for the third time now is whatever you feel is necessary to protect yourself. So why but is it necessary? I think your, your problem is your problem is that you you take issue you take issue with the fact that we don't feel some of us don't feel the way that you feel on this score. You are allowed to feel the way you feel, but then so are we. I don't take issue at all, and I'm not going to criticize either one of you. Not gonna, I'm not going to say that either one of you on the, on this podcast are ill prepared or ill equipped. I'm not going to say any of that. I would never belittle or berate any of you. 
but but to the contrary a person like myself who was a gun advocate is seen as a gun nut or someone who's insecure or small dick syndrome as you mentioned earlier um napoleon complex he must need to protect himself no no i'm, I'm pretty calm let me explain something i believe all that i hands. believe all that when it comes let me to tell you something. i'm pretty confident in my hands so nah, whether i had I a gun or not in my hands, i don't believe you don't that think at all. so no really nah. really <laughs> really you just you just verbalized that for like for the for the past hour i just i believe i believe that i believe you're not that confident in your hands Okay. Let me ask. Here's a so, question. So. Here's a question. <laughs> right. Here's a question that I have for those of us who own guns. And Jay, I want to know uh, your Jay Group. I want to know your perspective on this. Get in there, Jay. Uh, so if you own a gun, because I can't speak to this, right? Those of us who don't own guns can't speak to this. If you own a gun, are there ever times where you are, like the way that I see it, it would be akin to having a, a fucking cobra in the house in, in my home. Now, the Cobra is going to act if it's on the court, a gun cannot, although you can't make mistakes with the firearm. So the question I have is, does it ever feel, for those of us who own firearms, does it ever feel dangerous? Does it ever feel unsafe? Does it ever feel, does it ever give you a funny feeling in your in, in the pity of your stomach knowing you have a gun in your home? And, 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 and also, I wanted to say one other thing. Wayne, what you were saying a while ago made sense to me uh, uh, in terms of new gun owners and people who don't quite, they don't have to hang up it yet. And so they're figuring it out and all those things, man figuring out but the question i have for gun owners is on this podcast on the main satellite in this session is do you ever feel ill at ease because you know you have a death dealing machine in your home yeah i mean you feel i feel the same way i do when i'm driving down the interstate and i look up and i'm doing you know the speed limit is exceeded what it should and i'm going a lot faster than i probably should and i would, I'm, I'm, i pull back on it and say wow i didn't realize i was going that fast you have to respect the vehicle just like you respect the, respect the gun i mean it's real simple you don't put yourself in a position where you have to normalize it in a sense that it's not a thing and when people treat it like it's something more than it is then that's the issue i have like wayne mentioned earlier at one point we were almost unified at one one singular point in this conversation we were unified at one thing I realized um, you were a gun nut. Yeah, all right, okay. Um, yeah, again, so like I mentioned before, um, he mentioned that as you put your wallet in your pocket, you put your gun in your in your holster, and it's real simple. You don't treat it as it's something other than just your uniform. You treat it as part of who you are. You don't treat it in a way that it, you don't give it that type of power. That's the problem. But but People that's who, the, that's but that's the whole thing with guns, Terrence. They are power. From what but you, you don't earlier, you don't treat it that way. That's the answer. Why the wouldn't you? Though? Why wouldn't you? It's a machine that's meant to mete out death and injury to other people. It's an insecure way of looking at it. You don't need to see it as now. I have this additional power. I have insurance just in case I need it. It's real simple. What, what are your thoughts? Jay? What are your thoughts? I mean, I I don't feel threatened by individuals that walk around with a piece but you know it, it does make me definitely question the individual i mean i've i've been going into walmart for example and seeing a gentleman uh belly hanging over he just looked like somebody that just i, I see where mark <laughs> were you talking about with with the hands and you know it, you know it, it could be very simple for a lot of individuals to get into confrontations and be quick to pick up a gun and you know take somebody's life and be trigger happy you know i i get that i get that but i'm, I'm thinking about it from a perspective of, of of home invasion you know uh 
granted, you, you may not be able to get to the peace before somebody gets to you, but it, it is your right. You know, you have a home, you have a right to protect yourself. So for myself, I mean, I, I have a piece for home invasion, but I'm not trotting around the streets with my with my pistol on my hip either, though. You know, um, I, I just don't live that type of way. Um, I, I don't feel the need. If I feel like if I need to go to an establishment and I need to bring a piece, I, I probably don't need to be there to begin with. But I also understand the perspective of being places. And, and I mean, man, like we, we've had a lot of mass shootings. I mean, people going to concerts, individuals yeah. just going out there and just picking people off churches. So, I mean, I, I understand where everybody's coming from, from all those angles. Um, it's tough. I mean, do I feel like we need to just get rid of guns altogether? No, I, I don't. When I, when I mentioned earlier about law enforcement having these big round, uh, these 50 round capacity magazines and, uh, you know, weapons to that sort, do I feel like civilians need to be able to have their hands on those types of weapons? Uh, maybe not. I mean, in what situation would you need to have that type of firepower? When you said, uh, T earlier, when you was talking about, um, when the, when the gentleman was in the restaurant, he had a six shooter and, and you were in there, you're in a restaurant and, you know, you just came in there to grab you a meal and you look over and this individual has a pistol on his, on his hip. You said it made you feel the originally you said you felt like un, un, underpowered or, or, or uh, uh, unmatched. unmatched. Right. Um, that's kind of how I feel with just the right to be able to own a weapon. I mean, I just see too many instances where even our law enforcement, they have these, these weapons, they're patrolling our streets and they have that same type of mentality. I mean, they're, they're, they're state officials. I mean, they're, they're civil servants. They're supposed to be out there, you know, responding to, to crime, showing up on scenes, you know, keeping people safe. And those same individuals are out terrorizing the street because they have a gun on their hip and now they have high capacity magazines. Do I feel like I should be unmanned? <laughs> you know, should I mm -hmm. have police patrolling my neighborhood with these big magazines and, and me not be able to get my hands on one? I mean, that's where I'm kind of like on the fence with it. I'm kind of like on one hand, I'm like, we don't need that as civilians. If we're not, you know, protecting the serving, we'll need to have that. But on the other hand, it's like, a lot of these police officers and the law enforcement officers, I mean, they they not to be trusted. I mean, I feel like I should be able to have every right to protect my family and carry what they have. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can you can criticize me all you want. Um, oh, man, that, that's tough. That's, that's no, tough. I, agree, I, agree, I agree with you, Jay. I tough. feel like I think and I think if we just respect each other's opinion and try to understand what the other person's perspective is, I think and, and not demonize the person's character especially the ones on this podcast, man, we know each other. We know each other intimately enough to know the person's character and the content of their heart. We should be able to do that. If not, we're not going to be able to do it tonight. But let me explain something real quick. My parents lived in the home that they live in now for over 43 years. My dad and mom have never had a security system on their home. They never felt the need to have one. Until one night, about a year and a half ago, there was a man, a um, gentleman who climbed through the window in a detached garage, and try to steal whatever he can get his hands on. My dad comes out, he sees a chainsaw on the ground. He sees a pair of boots on the ground. And before he can even get outside to collect his thoughts, as you mentioned, Mark, wasn't able to gather his bearings. He comes out, 
and the guy jumps on the moped and tries to get away. The police chase him, they grab him, arrest him. My dad had no way of identifying the guy. He had no camera system and they had no alarm system. But needless to say, I, but he has an arsenal from hell. So he had everything he needed to, to disarm or to, to you know, debilitate this individual. But when you are a level-headed person, you know when is the correct time to exercise that type of force. So that's During the thing times. I think. So, so, so I think that's the thing that people fail to realize. Just because you might think it's a situation where some gun nut is going to flip off the handle and somebody cuts them off in traffic and they say, well, I'm, this is now the perfect time to use my weapon. Most rational, sound-minded individuals know when it's the correct time. That means your life is in danger. Not and your things are, not, and, and, not, and not your things are in danger. Not the and material when, things, your life. That's different. That's and when different. you were, when you were, now you mentioned being level-headed and being rational of mind, sound of mind. When you are in a situation in which you are either, you either feel threatened or you are threatened, just how level-headed are you going to be? That is a, that's a, that's, that's, a, that's a movie idea. That's a television idea. That's a comic book and novel idea. Most human that. beings aren't that level-headed when it comes to being in what you might call or what I would call, based upon what you're saying, the heat of battle. This is why friendly fire is a thing. And friendly fire happens in society all the time, every day. Now, and also I wanted to say, uh, uh, um, based on, in response to what you were saying earlier, a few minutes ago, we all respect your opinion and your beliefs. We don't have to believe as you believe, but that doesn't mean we don't respect how it is you feel. That is, so don't speak for anybody else, speak for yourself. In terms of being in a situation that you feel threatened, or do you feel your family is threatened, your property is threatened, whatever the situation might be, how many individuals are all that level-headed in situations like that? There are a hell of a lot of home invasions, there are a hell of a lot of school shootings, there are hell, and there's security there, there are a hell of a lot of church shootings and park shootings and restaurant shootings and, and, and government building shootings, what have you, whatever the situation might be. More often than not, unless the cops are called, the assailant isn't taken down by individuals exercising level heads or you know what moving, the, you, you know what moving the in a level-headed sort of space. You know what the security guard at the parking shooting did? You remember the story? He saw the intruder come in, he walked, he went out the back door. He saw the intruder come in, he went out the back door and he was armed. Right, so, so what's your mean, point? He wasn't, he wasn't acting level-headed. No, no, so maybe he was acting, maybe, maybe he was afraid to do what he needed to do. He wasn't the guy for the job. He was maybe he was somebody who was just there collecting the check. And he, but, and maybe he was maybe he didn't see the need to use force. Maybe he was a lot like y'all. Let's talk this guy off the ledge. Let's, yeah, let, right. let's try. Let's try to. No, let's try to no. have a conversation. Let's talking about. Talking about. Wait a minute. You're talking about respecting, but you are not respecting us by saying foolish shit like that. That is an he insult. Said, well, so nobody said. Nobody said. Nobody walked out. Nobody said that was his situation, Terrence. And neither none of us, is, to my knowledge, have been in a situation like that. So if you want respect, you need to be willing to fucking give it when it comes to this. Nobody insulted you. We all have our own personal. No, you can laugh, but it's the truth. We all feel the way we feel, those of us who've spoken on it. And you, we're allowed to feel that way, as you are allowed to feel the way you want to feel. But I will answer one question. No, he wasn't level-headed in that situation in terms of doing right. the job he'd been hired for. He was level-headed right. in terms of protecting himself. So maybe he was yeah. the wrong person for the job. So Could you do it better? Let me let me say this. So oh, wait a minute, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, brother. Could no, you do I don't, don't want to hear if he could do it better. Because our what would you? <laughs> could you do it better, Terrence? Of course. 
Absolutely. Or, or do you know whether you? No, no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't need you to try to speak for me. You don't have my voice, man. Speak for yourself. Well, speak up. No, no, I don't need to. I, I refuse to answer that question. Continue. Why? Why? Right. Why would you refuse to answer that question, Terrence? It's a perfect. It's a perfectly fair, logical question. Could you do it better, or wouldn't you know that you could do it better until you're placed in that situation? That's not my job. Okay. All right. So what I was going to say was. <laughs> uh. It's kind of in, in alignment with what Jay threw, threw out there. Um, yeah, as far as uh, the ability to have um, assault style weapons, I, I don't I don't agree with uh, the average police force having access to it either. Um, I can't I can't recall seeing a situation that their response with that amount of force uh, diffused or eliminated the threat or diffused the situation in, in a time manner that it proved that it was necessary for them to have it. In other words, I, I agree with like, yeah, you may have a SWAT team, but should every patrol car have an AR? No, nah, I don't agree with that. Because nine times out of 10, either they're not, they're responding to the incident or it's, it's going to be a situation in which they won't be able to use it effectively or safely anyway. So I, why, I why, why, why do you think they have? Why? Why? Yes. Funding. Funding. I think it's so, a tactic. So, so, I think, so, so, so they, so they have I think militarizing, I think militarizing the average patrol officer is a tech is a, is a monetary tactic which is imposed through some type of sources such as NRA. Okay. So what do you think what do you think a police chief would say? It depends on their city. Not all police forces have the same opposition or the same um levels of crime. So it depends on the city. If it's a high crime city, the police chief may say that they support what they feel their officers need for comfort. That's what I think they would actually say. I, I can't recall a police chief that says whether the patrol officers like it or not, everybody gets an AR. Make sure you sign out your AR when you go on duty. I mean, like I said, now I'm not talking about like shotguns. Now shotguns, yeah. You could you can you could do some damage, but at the same time, you only got six six slugs, um, six shells to utilize. That's different than now I have, you know, forty plus capacity. Um, so that does give me kind of like what is the actual arterial of or, or you know the 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 actual motive behind this situation? Because if I'm at a local park and a patrol officer, you know, uniform, couple of stripes on him. He, he's no, you know, supervisor. He's none of that. He's just walking around and he's got a, an assault rifle on at the park. I'm thinking to myself, damn, am I at the right park? You know, cause I'm like, damn, it, it's, it's, it's heavy like this out here. I don't feel like, oh, I'm glad he's here. Ooh, good thing he's, 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 uh, he's strapped up to the fullest. Now, I wouldn't think that. I'd be like, damn, do you really need a tactical vest officer 
<laughs> like, do you need a tactical vest at all times? Uh, I'm not talking about old school, you know, everybody, all law enforcement gets issued a, a bulletproof vest, but traditionally you wear it underneath your clothing so you don't give an overexertion threat appearance. You don't look like Billy Badass just by telling people, hey, slow it down, because that's intimidating. Mm. Like if I got pulled over and he walked up, pulled his assault rifle out the trunk, got a tactical vest on, fresh pair of Oakleys, I'm going to be like, oh, shit. Like, who is <laughs> who? <laughs> like, oh, damn, we got, here it is, here it go. You know what I'm saying? So I do agree with you, Jay. I don't I don't agree with that military, uh, being militarized like that. I just think public public safety, um, you, you should only be equipped to handle the threats that the majority of your public provides. It's a question of, um, and I agree with that, it's a question of ordinance necessity. What do you need? Where are right, you? Right, 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 right. There's a difference between patrolling, you know what I'm saying, a suburban area and I mean, I don't want to shout out no neighborhoods because I don't want them <laughs> to feel like I'm bashing them or something. But, you know, it's a difference between patrolling, you know, uh, an area that has a Starbucks on, you know, two on every block versus an area that has, you know, crackheads running up and down the street and, 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 and gangbangers all over the place. There's a difference. Now, OK, you are equipped to be an equal force in that proposed environment. I get that. But an everyday officer in all areas that's that's strapped to that capacity, nah, I ain't in, in agreement with that. Yeah, that's a lot. At all. Because, you know, I think, you know, for me, like I said, I I, I do have, um, I, me, per, I'm going to speak on myself. I don't, I don't glorify my gun. And I guess kind of the answer I think one of the questions that was thrown out there is like, when, when did you feel like um, uh, uneasy about it? And I think that the thing is, there's a difference between, and it's a fine line, a very fine line between normal, normalizing uh, exposure to guns and having just gun awareness. A fine line. I think a lot of people get confused the normalization. I'm not saying that's the case on, on what we're talking about. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. You know, the whole, you know, these RPG games, you know, shoot them and, you know, they they can, these teenagers and young adults can can memorize every single gun that's ever been made by the, by the sight of it and all that and like, I think that's where you start to blur some of the lines of the fact that it is a dangerous weapon. It can take lives. It's made to take lives. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's not made to, I mean, of course, some of them have aesthetics, but it's not made to, to look pretty and be an accessory. It's made to be a force of lethal capability for lethal threats that are imposed. Um, so the times that I feel uneasy, because I really only take, um, I got a, I got a, um, a, a pistol and I have a, a shotgun myself. So uh, I did have a couple others 
it wasn't like keep one in the kitchen, keep one, <laughs> keep one in this area. You know, I gave one, um, I gave one to to my 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 daughter's mom, my ex-wife. I gave it to her. Um, if she decided to have it available in the home. Um, so for me, you know, I only really pull them out, like pull them out maybe like three times a year. And that's the, I'll, I'll, I'll take them shooting at the range just for some, for some practice. And then I'll go clean them up and then I'll stuff them right back wherever they need to go. Now I'm not saying I, I never carry my pistol. What I'm saying is I don't take it out the holster. Like what's the point of me taking it out the holster if I'm not actually using it to fire. So right. that's just kind of my thing. So the times I'm uneasy about it, maybe if, because uh, I do have a child, so I keep, you know, security locks um, and, and things like that on the firearms um, in, in certain occasions. Um, I don't think she's she's old enough yet where I'm, I'm willing to to, you know, this is daddy's, this is daddy's pistol. Like, I, I don't, I don't think she's old enough for that yet. Cause I don't, I don't want that type of, uh, of uh, normalizing to take place. Um, and I think the instances in which a lot of making it normal kind of rooted in a sense of um, non-urban lifestyle, like a rural lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think about like I had aunt, I mean aunts, well aunts too, but I had uncles, you know, kept a rifle hanging up above the fireplace. You know what I'm saying? But they lived out in the middle of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So even if they called the sheriff, it won't no police force. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If they call the sheriff department, shit, it might take the sheriff 45 minutes to get there. You know what I'm saying? So in those type of situations, you know, I, I'd be like, okay. You know, he he had one hanging above the fireplace. You know, he may have, he had a revolver that uh, he would keep available and all that type of stuff. But it was just based off, you know, the the removal of certain factors. Real uh, necessity. Made, Real right, necessity. Right, 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 right. So for me, like I have, I have mine. Like I said before, sometimes I carry, sometimes I don't. It's not a fact of I feel safe today. I don't feel safe today. You know, I feel like throwing these hands today. I don't feel like throwing these hands today. To me, it's just a preference. Like if I want to care, eh, yeah, I'm gonna care. If I don't feel like caring, it may be my own reason. Hopefully the day I decide not to is the day that that shit pop off. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, but you know, the day that it does pop off, if I have, if it pops off, satellite yeah all right fellas all right good night bro all right take it easy bro all right